Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. I'm the founder of Thrive Life and Business and I'm on a mission to help you become your own coach and truly lead in life and in business. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish there was a space where we not only talk about the inner work, but we actually do it together? Well, guess what? That place exists over in my group membership, Thrive Together. Inside Thrive Together, we meet most Mondays to plan out our weeks and each month we run a workshop and group coaching session as well as bonus private podcasts and monthly focus and intention setting. Let's be honest, you can listen to all the podcasts in the world, but will you do the inner work? You can join today and you can cancel any time. Once you're in, you have full access to all of the replays from the previous group coaching and workshops, ranging from being decisive and people-pleasing all the way through to overcoming your inner fears and getting out of your own way. So sign up anytime and do any of the workshops at your own pace. Simply sign up on my website at www.tlb.org.uk forward slash TT checkout or head to the link in the show notes of this podcast. Join today, cancel at any time, and let's start doing the inner work together. Welcome to episode, I think we're on 72. I don't know, you'll know better than me if you look down. Um, <laughs> whatever episode we're on, hi, how are you? Welcome to the inner work conversation. Today, I want to talk about giving up. It's something I think we carry a lot of shame around because we make it mean something about us. First, let's get to who this episode isn't for or what this episode isn't for. This episode isn't for you if you know it's the right thing for you to give up and giving up will put you in a position of empowerment or feeling powerful, which is to say that, you know, you're making an intentional choice that is likely to produce a positive outcome in your life or in your business, right? So what this episode isn't here to do is say giving up is bad. No, in many situations, giving up can be a really fucking positive thing. And you all will have ideas that pop into your head about what those situations might be. Who this episode is for, or what this episode is for, is if you're finding yourself giving up, but you don't really want to give up, right? And giving up, as I'm going to go into in today's episode, it doesn't look like I give up a lot of the time. It could look like flitting from one strategy to the next or blaming something. We'll go into it, right? But if you find yourself giving up and then casting shame on yourself for that, this episode is for you. For context, I've got a lot of examples to share with you in today's episode. And actually where this has come up for me the most lately is my personal physical journey. So fitness and wellness. And I'll use that example in this episode. So I want to let you know that because I know that when we talk about our bodies and when we talk about food, stuff like that, it can be quite triggering for people. So I just want to put that to you now so that you can make an informed decision as to whether you carry on listening or not. I am also going to be using examples in this episode about my business. You know, I've had give up thoughts about my business. Should I just give up and get a job all the way through to why isn't this as easy for me as it is for them? What's wrong with me? I'm going to be talking about that today. I have had the same thoughts around this very podcast that you're listening to right now. Uh, oh yeah, same thoughts about like coaching programs or courses um, or training that I've invested in, which can often look and feel like, oh well, I know I thought it was the right thing and I spent all this money and time on it, but no, it's not. It wasn't quite what I thought it was. And 
actually, when we meet ourselves, which is what I'm going to be explaining in this episode today, when we meet ourselves in a place of love and honesty, we can actually identify that there was a reason we invested our time and money in that thing in the first place. And is it the quality and the content of the actual program? Or was it that you missed the part of implementing what you've learned? I'm going to talk about that today, because that is also a sneaky sign of giving up. And then in much smaller ways as well, I've had the exact same thing happen when I've taken a certain approach to something and I've flitted between one thing and another, changing approach and then wondering why it's not working and then wanting to give up. That's a context for today's episode. My hope for you in today's episode is through me calling myself out on this bullshit that we do. My hope is for you that you can hear within yourself and be honest within yourself where this might apply to you in your life or maybe in your business and start getting really honest and in integrity with yourself and making decisions from a powerful and intentional place. And when I say powerful and intentional, I want to be really clear. Sometimes when we make decisions that are intentional and conscious, so ones that we are aware of, we are really, really thinking about, it doesn't always feel in that moment like the right choice to make. And I know this in the smallest of ways. So when I'm about to have that fourth biscuit <laughs> and it's it's that moment, right? In your own mind, it's that moment where it's like, oh, I want the biscuit. But I know for me, this isn't actually gonna serve me. This isn't actually, I'm not actually consciously making this choice. This is a mindless choice, right? And I suppose I just wanted to point that out before I before I get into the episode, because when I say powerful and intentional, I just wanna be really clear that there are gonna be some decisions that you make in life and in business that aren't to do with biscuits, that take a lot of courage. And that those decisions might be around not giving up on a conversation or not giving up on a relationship or not giving up on yourself. God, we're going to talk about that in today's episode, not giving up on yourself, not abandoning yourself. So I just wanted to point out before we get in that it sometimes feels like shit to make a decision that is not giving up. It doesn't always feel good in the moment. It might be intentional and powerful. It doesn't always feel good. So for context, I work with a personal trainer, shout out to Living Lean with Lucy, who I will tag in the show notes because I would highly recommend. So I train with Lucy on virtually on a Friday and she also supports me throughout my week with online classes that I can attend and also a personalised plan for my fitness and my nutrition. And I know you all know this place. When you start something, when something is new and motivation is high and your willingness to participate is high, then things are easy, right? It seems easy. It seems easy to turn up. It seems easy to stick by whatever it is that's going to get you the results that you know are coming down the line, you know that they're coming. But what happens when the results aren't coming quick enough? What happens when you have been doing it and doing it and doing it, but the results, they're not coming as quickly as you wanted them to come. The results aren't visibly on the outside what you expected them to be as soon as you expected them. And this is where I first had the thought for this episode because what's very easy to do in these moments is look outside of yourself, look at the gym and the opening times and what equipment they don't have. That If they did have, you would definitely be <laughs> where you wanted to be and look at your personal trainer and what they do and don't provide to you. But actually, when I got really honest with myself, it wasn't about the gym that I go to. It wasn't about the classes that 
Aura are not available to me. It wasn't, definitely isn't about Lucy. And I'll explain that in today's episode, how I've had to get really honest with myself and how she has supported me through that honesty. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to be really clear here. I definitely, definitely am getting results and I am going in the right direction, which we'll discuss today. But lately, what I've noticed is my brain doing something that I am familiar with. And the thing, the only way I can explain this, this style of giving up is it's we justifiably give up. Although a lot of what I'm about to say, it's totally subconscious, right? But because of the thought work that I do with myself, I am bringing that subconscious into the conscious. And when I do that, and when I get more intentional and notice my own thoughts and be more aware, self-aware of what I'm thinking and why I might be thinking that, it offers you the opportunity to call yourself out so lovingly with your own bullshit. And that's exactly what's happened. That's the benefit of growing closer to your feelings and growing closer to your thoughts. It's not always easy. Um, so let me share it with you. Lately, I've been having thoughts like, wonder when my gym membership is up for renewal. Maybe I should try another gym that has a stair machine um, and different opening times. When are my PT sessions with Lucy running up until? Maybe I should stop doing them and go solo. Is there a juice cleanse that maybe I should try that? Maybe I should try a juice cleanse just to like hit start me. This is actually the thought where I caught myself and I was like, hang on a fucking minute. <laughs> What's going on here? This is the point where I got the pen out. <laughs> The pen and the journal came out at this point. Um, but it, it also came up in sneakier ways too, like not just my thoughts. The best example I can think of was when I was at my healthiest, I was tracking my nutrition, which meant I could see that I was getting the right amount of protein. I was getting the right of right right amount of macronutrients for me, for my body and my fuel and my health. But sneaky ways of giving up has meant me starting to miss days of tracking and then miss weeks of tracking. It's almost like um, this, um, it's like an amnesia. <laughs> it's like an amnesia that we have, like, I wonder why I'm not getting results. Why might that be? Or it might be because you're not tracking what you're eating, which, it, which includes those five spoons of Nutella that you had straight out of the jar. Might it be that? It's like your brain wants it to not be your fault. <laughs> To be clear, like I said before, I am getting results, just I wasn't getting them in the time frame that I wanted. And because of that, my brain was like, this isn't working out, it's easier to give up now. Perhaps I should change my approach. Maybe I should change the gym. This mustn't be working out for me because I am this, I am that, I can't stick to things, blah, blah, blah. It might be better for me to do X, Y, Z instead. So like try a new class, email or text my friend and see where she's going. She gets good results. Oh, just honestly, like all sorts of shit. What I started to notice is, is these justifiable thoughts. And these are the thoughts that sound well-intended. Like they sound well-intended. Oh, I could try this. I could try that. I could try the other. But actually what they're distracting you away from is the approach that you're currently taking that you had previously decided was a good approach for you to take. You're now abandoning that approach and looking towards others. I know you can relate to this. I know you probably don't want to relate to this and neither do I, but I know that you can. It's so believable. These thoughts are there protecting my ego, but they're not offering me the truth. I'll be honest, all of these thoughts really played to my ego. And what I mean by that is 
They made it okay to quit because they sounded rational, because they sounded justifiable. And most importantly, none of those things required me to look at myself and be honest with myself about what I was doing, not doing, what I was avoiding, where I wasn't really being truthful and honest. And this place feels like shit. It feels <laughs> like shit. And it feels very, um, like it makes me want to sulk. Like it, it doesn't feel great, but it's actually a good place. It's a good place because in this place, you can call yourself out on bullshit. And as vulnerable as that feels, it cracks you open. And in those cracks, as long as you do not allow blame, shame, and judgment to step in, in those cracks, you can fill yourself right up with love. Love, loving accountability, loving self-responsibility for your own results. I've literally, this month, um, this month's workshop inside Thrive Together has been on results honesty. And it was so, it was so timely. I probably where this podcast episode's come from, to be honest, because not only am I teaching them, but I'm always learning myself. I'm always looking for ways of how my own content applies to me in my life and me in my business too. So what I, when I was channeling all of this out, what I realized is what this situation really requires is radical honesty, because now I see I've been avoiding my own truth. I've been thinking that I've been eating better than I have. I've been having less sleep than I thought I'd been having. I, I'd been exercising less than I thought I'd been exercising. It requires you to be radically honest with yourself. And it's also like noticing this, when I know, when you're honest with yourself, it presents to you an opportunity. And that opportunity that it's presenting to you is, are you going to fucking quit? And I'll talk about this in today's episode. If you quit, what will, when you look right the way down the line at the trajectory of your life, what will quitting do for you? Is it actually the right thing or is it just what you want to do in this moment? And what that thought made me do was ask for help, which means that I had to admit that I was struggling. And isn't it funny? It's often so much easier to give up than it is to ask for help. So in this instance, what, what to be very specific, what this looked like was for me to speak to Lucy and say to her, look, this is what's going on. And it helped me to share things that I was struggling with, which made it easier for her to support me. But this, I want to make it really clear, like this sounds so straightforward and surface level. In doing this, it required so much much courage from my side because it takes courage to be vulnerable. It takes courage to expose parts of yourself to yourself, let alone any fucking one else, to yourself. It takes courage to expose those parts you'd rather not see. So then when you reach out to get help from someone else, that can feel very, very vulnerable. But in doing this, what that required me to do was increase my own self-accountability and honesty with myself. It required me to look at where I'd be if I gave up, like I said before. This was pretty major because in the moments that it's hard, like fuck off the example just for a minute. Let's, let's just talk generally here for a sec. In the moments that it's hard, it feels like it might be the better option to give up. And literally, like all the examples that I said at the beginning of the episode about my business, about this podcast, about or anything you want to apply this to, it feels like it will be the better option to give up. And as soon as you make that unconscious decision 
that, oh yeah, I'll entertain that idea, your brain will get to work. Your brain will get to work in finding you reasonable, logical, justifiable reasons why, yes, it's the best idea for us to give up, but in giving up, we are actually guaranteeing failure. We are guaranteeing that we won't get the very thing that we wanted in the first place, but instead we're inviting in failure, but that failure, like I've said in previous episodes, doesn't feel as bad because we quit. It was in our control. We were the ones who made the decision. Because it's better for us, right? If we give up on something and people say, oh, I thought you were doing that thing. Weren't you, weren't you doing that little business? Weren't you doing a podcast? Weren't you working with that PT? What happened? When we have been the ones to say, oh, I, I quit that. I gave that up. We are the ones in control. It's easier to explain and therefore it's better for our ego. Our ego doesn't want that, right? Anyway, now I've got a minute. I've just got one more thing to say on that before we carry on. That is the thing with faith. When people say, oh, keep the faith, it sounds so bloody airy-fairy. But the thing is with faith, it's only really faith when you can't see how it's all going to work, but you back yourself anyway. That That's faith. And here's the thing about giving up. We think we're giving up on the thing, like like the PT or the gym or the podcast or the, or the business. We think it's that that we're giving up on. But, but actually, it goes deeper than that. In all of this, the, the most profound outcome for me, or not outcome, the most profound insight, that's a better word, like shift in my mindset, was actually the realisation that in giving up on whatever it is, the PT, the gym, my business, the podcast, whatever, a lot of the time, not it's not only that we're giving up on that thing, we're abandoning ourselves. I just want to let that sink in for a minute because that when I wrote that down, in, like I'm literally looking at my journal here, made me quite emotional. When we give up on that thing, we are abandoning ourselves. We're essentially giving up on ourselves. And what I mean to say there is, Whatever it is that made you want to start doing this thing, that was a goal that you had in your heart. It was a goal for me to set up my business. And that goal isn't as shallow as I want to set up this business and make loads of money. Of course I want that. But my goal was so much deeper than that. I wanted to help people thrive in life and business. You know, my goal for setting up the podcast was to help you feel empowered and reassured that you're totally not alone and offer you free content. When I really connect to my goal and I think about, do I really want to quit this? Do I really want to give up on that? Not only am I giving up on the business or the podcast or, or my, my health and well-being, I am also giving up on a goal, on something that lived in my heart. I'm abandoning a part of myself. I'm giving up on my own belief in myself to see it through, to stick by my own side when it's tough. When I'm not seeing the results in my outside world, in like um, with my five senses, when I can't see that I'm getting what I wanted to in the first place or when it's not coming quick enough, not only am I giving up on the thing, I'm giving up on myself because it's when things get tough that we most feel like giving up. But this is also the time when it matters most that we don't that we don't abandon ourselves in those moments and then and then tell ourselves the same stories. Oh, well, I can never stick to things. All of those kinds of stories, you know? And I know that you know. But that's the thing with achieving extraordinary results. It normally requires 
it normally requires us to go way further than what initial motivation will take us past. Initial motivation, when something's sparkly and new, it's great. We're willing to get up early. We're willing to do this. Whatever it is that you're wanting, when something is new and sparkly and you've got that initial hit of motivation, then that's that's amazing and ride that wave. That's so good. But actually, what I've noticed about achieving the extraordinary results is it requires you to do really fucking boring basic shit. Boring, basic, mundane, run-of-the-mill shit, like showing up and dedicating some headspace every single week so you can have some clarity of mind so that you've got some episodes for your podcast or um, going and logging on to Xero to make sure it's a piece of accountancy software to make sure your accounts are sorted because that's how your business runs or eating porridge and boiled eggs because that's what's good for you. It's like we we sometimes, well, a lot of the time, we, we get past that initial motivation. We get past that initial, this is a sparkly new goal and I feel really pumped up. And what we forget is, no, to sustain this, like (laughs) to actually get to where I want to be or do what I want to do or have what I want to have, it's going to require me to really commit. And that commitment is often not very appealing, you know? (laughs) It's not very appealing. But it is in these mundane, boring, run-of-the-mill sort of keep going with tasks or ways of being. It's in these things that that that's actually where your growth is happening. It's actually helping you to challenge and heal the parts of you and build new ways of being that will sustain you way longer than the initial motivation will keep you going for. And you literally, I if I was listening to this podcast right now, I'd be like, yeah, meditation, journaling, walking, running, eating eating well like there is so many this is why my business is called thrive life and business because everything that we talk about we could apply it to you in your life and we can apply it to you in work so i want you to consider is when you feel like giving up what does your brain do because number one it'll probably if you start making that decision subconsciously making that decision your brain will start looking for reasons why that might be a good decision for you to make and then your <laughs> and then your brain will choose subconsciously your normal method of giving up giving up in inverted commas i'm doing those little speech marks when i'm talking here and for all of us it's different and it's a mix right so <laughs> i know that it can look like envy and jealousy so giving up sometimes for some people looks like scrolling on instagram and comparing themselves to another person who's doing something similar to them that's their method of giving up for other people it's avoidance right so they'll find this happens i notice a lot with anyone who's got a neurodiverse brain so maybe like adhd or something like that where you literally find yourself not being able to sit at your desk you're up and down up and down you're you've got 72 tabs open on your internet explorer that's your method is avoidance my method of giving up is just i'll just avoid doing whatever it is to get me to where i want to be your brain might choose perfectionism wait until so like oh yeah i will do that but i've got to do this 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 first or i've got to be that 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 first i will go running but i'll lose i'll lose a stone before i do and that's your way of giving up on yourself. Do you see, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, your your way of giving up, it's they're fucking sneaky. 
honestly, so sneaky are ways of giving up. Your your method of giving up might be um, beating yourself up. So like going into victim mode, oh, you know, this just isn't happening for me. I haven't got, I haven't got the same amount of time anymore. And what really screws us over in all of this that I'm talking about is we then take all of that. So we decide subconsciously that we're going to give up. Then we choose our own method of giving up. But then what really screws us over is we make ourselves bad and wrong. So on top of all of that, we then layer a thick slather of blame, shame and judgment on top for good measure, which then compounds that feeling of actually, no, like I can't do this. This isn't for me. And if that, if you're listening to this thinking, oh my God, like she could be talking about me. I want for you to know that when you have a goal, so like setting up a business, like the ones I've mentioned in this episode, setting up a business, um, making a podcast, my goal with my wellness, nutrition and, and um, fitness Normally, the goals that you set are outside of your normal comfort zone. And so if you're experiencing any of these things, if you're experiencing like I'm giving up at certain points, um, or you might call it like I'm on the wagon, off the wagon kinds of thing, whatever you're calling it and whatever you're experiencing, good. I'm glad. <laughs> you're not weak. You're not broken. You're not less than. It's just that when we go to pursue a goal or something we want to be doing have, it can invoke in us a lot of fears that come up from the past, a lot of discomfort because it's taken us outside of our comfort zone. And to that, I say, that's a good thing, right? As long as we don't make it mean something about us. Because what happens when we're giving up, that the things to actually consider are, should we really be giving up on the thing or approach that we're taking? And can I raise my level of self-awareness to see when I'm self-sabotaging myself, to see when I'm making decisions about giving up that might be me hiding or avoiding discomfort? Can I raise my awareness there? And then on top of that, and this is the most, if you don't, if you take just one thing from this episode, please let it be this. On top of that is how you then speak to yourself. When you're in the middle of giving up, being off the wagon, or even if you stayed on track in inverted commas, I want you to get really aware with the ways that you're speaking to yourself. As in, if you're someone who believes I don't stick to anything, your brain is going to be on high alert for evidence to back this up. And as soon as it gets a nibble of that evidence, it'll validate the belief and then it'll speak to you like shit. <laughs> and you'll find yourself feeling really sad and really low and really disheartened. And I want you to be your friend in those moments. I want you to be your best friend in those moments. I want you to love on yourself so hard in those moments and give yourself all the compassion and all of the love whilst holding yourself accountable and getting really honest and clear and in integrity with yourself. You can be both, right? You don't have to be so loving towards yourself to the point of extreme. And the point of extreme comes in the form of eating a family-sized bar of chocolate for your breakfast seven days a week, because why the fuck not? YOLO, you deserve it. Love yourself, no. That's, loving yourself requires you to respect yourself. Loving yourself requires you to not just love the desire that you have in the moment, that your ego is having in the moment. Loving yourself truly means actually looking at what is good for you and respecting your desires enough 
alongside respecting yourself. It's the same I find with like people who say, well, I can't just do whatever, I can't honor my body because that would just mean that I sit and watch Netflix all day, every single day. That's not true. You're kidding yourself. If you think that you are someone, if you were left alone without any discipline to do whatever the fuck you wanted to do, you'd sit there and watch Netflix all day. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think that's probably your mind being conditioned to not trust yourself. And actually, if you were really loving and respecting yourself, and it was a day where you couldn't be asked doing something, you'd just go for the minimum amount that you could do and hold yourself accountable for that and then say, soon as I've done those two things, then I'm going to take the day off. That is the balance You know, I I think it's really easy to figure out if what you are doing is coming from a place of self-love or self-sabotage because it feels extreme as opposed to balanced. I want to give you a couple of examples before I finish this episode. Um, So if I go to the podcast example, I remember if you go back, right, about uh, December 2020, I reckon, what you will see if you notice the dates of the of the episode releases is I had a big gaping hole over Christmas 2020 where I didn't really, I didn't release any episodes for weeks, maybe three or four weeks. Do you know why this is? This is because the initial motivation wore off. It wasn't shiny and new anymore. The insecurities kicked in. The thoughts around it should be happening better or more, all that bullshit kicked in. And my brain said, oh, well, you know, that's okay. You're caring for your dad. And that's what I thought self-love was. That wasn't self-love. That was avoidance. And my brain also offered me things. And I've literally, I'm looking back at my journal around this time. My brain also offered me things like, well, what we'll do is we'll batch record some for over the Christmas break. So instead of changing my strategy from recording one a week, what I did was put it off and put it off and put it off and thought to myself, I'll record four at once. What was I thinking? I couldn't even show up to record one podcast. So I was fucking kidding myself in thinking that I was going to show up and record four. I think that, I think that I knew really deep down that I wasn't, I wasn't going to record four. I knew that. I did know that. But it was never about, it's never about the strategy. It's never about the strategy. It's never about the how. You know, do you notice that at the times that you want to give up, they are the times that you'll find yourself on the internet looking for the experts to give you the top 10 steps. You literally are like, take my money. I want to know how to do this. It's not, you don't need the how. You already know the how. This This is now about something that's deeper, deeper within you. And that was true for me. That was true for me because when I then didn't show up, the bigger abandoning thoughts started to creep in then. And those those ones sounded like, maybe I'm not meant, maybe I'm not set up, maybe I'm not the kind of person who can do podcasting. Maybe this is a sign that I should just stop. You know, I've promised everyone I'll do one weekly. What what will I say when I if I, if and when I come back? What will they think? And these thoughts aren't helpful, right? <laughs> these are the types of thoughts that will keep you from showing up at all. And these are the types of thoughts that will sabotage you. And that's exactly what I meant earlier on when I said, if you take one thing from this episode, make it that you are your friend in these moments. Make it that you are on your own side. You're in partnership with yourself. You are loving on yourself in these moments. You're showing yourself compassion at the same time as really connecting to the goal and the outcome that you wanted and holding yourself 
to account in those moments, right? It's it's not easy, but I reckon that you're getting it. I could I could give you so many examples. Like I've even done it myself with courses and programs and memberships that I have joined. So forget about a gym membership. I've even done it with actual online learning or or, or coaching or training. And you'll have done this too, maybe where you've bought something, you've consumed the content, it hasn't given you the instant results that you wanted to. And then you buy another course and another program thinking that it will give you what you need. And what you're doing in those moments is you are abandoning yourself. You're abdicating self-responsibility because, and you're abandoning yourselves when it comes to actually doing the work. It, when it comes to actually implementing the things that you're learning, when you're buying these online courses or programs or memberships, it's like, no, integrate. Don't give up on yourself. Don't just go, oh, well, that program was shit. It wasn't for me. Why did you sign up to it in the first place? And unless you've literally been missold, then my suggestion would be, I'm talking to myself, my suggestion would be, fucking have a little look in the mirror and look at where you're not applying what you're learning. Then you'll realize why you're not getting the results that you're getting. I know that sounds harsh when I when I talk to myself like that, <laughs> but it's with so much love. I would talk the same to you like that. It's like, it's with so much love that I want you to get these results. I want you to, I want you to thrive in life and business. <laughs> That's what I want for you. So in summary, in summary, when you feel like giving up, please consider, is it that you, sh is it notice where you're sabotaging yourself? And is it that you should be giving up in that moment? Or is it actually that you should be softening, looking at yourself, looking at your reasons, looking at what you're doing and what you're not doing, getting really honest with yourself, so much so that you can then ask for support, you can ask for help, and notice how you speak to yourself in those moments. Please, please, from this point on, from listening to this episode today, please agree with yourself that in those moments where you feel like giving up, or if you're looking at your past and listening to this episode and thinking, oh my God, I can think of so many times in my past where I've just been like, yeah, fuck that, not doing that anymore. Please look back with eyes of love. Please look back with eyes of being kind to yourself, but but at the same time, looking back and then looking forward to your future and agreeing that when you lock goals in, heart-led goals, when you lock those goals in and you decide what you want, you decide on your vision for your life and your business, then that you're not going to abandon yourself. And in those moments when it's hard and you feel like giving up, that you will speak to yourself really beautifully. Because the way that what you say in your own head, right, the way you talk will ultimately drive the way you feel. And we take actions based on how we feel. That's like, it's fact. Like I do a whole episode on something I use to coach my clients, which is the neuro-linguistic programming communication model, right? It's, it's actual stuff that exists, that is real. <laughs> there is science to this, you know. Anyway, wrapping this episode up, a lot of the time it takes for us to agree with ourselves how long we will try for. Sometimes when that initial motivation isn't sparking us anymore and we're not getting the results as quickly as we wanted to, sometimes it takes for us to agree to do the boring things, to be clear with ourselves around the minimums that we will and won't do things for, how we will show up for ourselves on our best days and how we will show up for ourselves on the worst days and how quick we will be to label ourselves as an easy get out 
how quick we will be to abandon ourselves in those moments and how empowered we will feel when we make choices. Because best believe, I don't always show up when I'm meant to. And what I mean by that is, one of the methods that we use inside Thrive Together is our one, where we meet on a Monday morning and we plan out our week whereby we identify our goals and the high value activities towards those goals. And we review our brain dump from the previous Friday and we decide what are we gonna do, delegate, defer, delete, and we plan out our week. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we are gonna show up at one o'clock on a Tuesday when we said we were gonna show up to do that specific task because we planned out our week on the Monday with the information that we had on the Monday, something might happen whereby it's the right thing for you to do to not show up on Tuesday when you plan to, right? And it's not this rigid method that you set your week up once on a Monday, you don't revisit it. And if you don't actually turn up in inverted commas when you said you were gonna, you failed, that's a really, that lacks maturity. And that's not the way that we do things inside Thrive Together but you're operating with integrity. So it's what I'm saying here is if, if you're saying, right, on Tuesday at one o'clock, I'm gonna show up and do that specific thing, there might be a reason. You've set that goal, you've set that task in your calendar at Tuesday at one o'clock, and you've done that on Monday morning with me in hour one, and you've done that with the information that you've had at that time. When it gets to Tuesday, you might have new information, and therefore you might choose choose intentionally not to show up for yourself doing that thing at one o'clock on Tuesday because that might be the right decision for you to make. To be clear, these are conscious decisions. These are conscious and intentional choices. And that is how we plan and that is how we do things inside Thrive Together is we be our friends and we move our weeks around with intention and with personal self-integrity so that when we get to the end of our week, we can look back and go, do I trust the person that I was this week with myself? Like, am I someone who I can trust? Am I building that trust with myself? Am I showing up the ways I wanted to show up this week for myself? And if the answer to that is no, we don't fucking judge ourselves. We go, okay, what can I learn and what lessons can I take into the next hour one, which is gonna be on Monday? I would love, let me know if you want this, I would love to do a whole episode on the method that we use inside Thrive Together. It's trademarked, it's called the Thrive First Method. More on that coming soon. I just wanted to produce an episode for you today if you have felt the shame of giving up or flitting around or whatever your bloody tactic and strategy is. And I wanted to offer you some um, reassurance that you're not alone, but also some practical guidance and advice, which I think I've done in this episode. So if it's resonated with you, if this has spoken to you today, I'd love you to get in touch and I'd love you to share it with someone else. Like, do you know someone in your life who is struggling and you're hearing them use language like on the wagon, off the wagon. I am not someone who can stick to things. Maybe they need to hear this episode as well. And not only that, one of the ways that you can support me back, come on, help a girl out, is by rating and reviewing this podcast, is by sharing this podcast, either on social media, if it's in your Instagram stories, please tag me, otherwise I can't see that you're sharing it, but also like you can just share the link with a friend. I do that all of the time when I hear something, whether it's a podcast or an audiobook, and I'm like, oh my God, this friend or this friend or my husband needs to hear this. I will always share it with them. So please, if this has resonated and you think it might be helpful to someone else, do the same. It would help them out 
and me out a hell of a lot. Without further ado, I want to let you know that as always, I am always cheering you on. I am. I am. Even when you, when you're not listening to this podcast, I'm cheering you on. You're in my thoughts. Even if you're like, you don't even know who I am. You don't, I don't care. You're in my thoughts. I send you positive energy every single day. I really do. So I am always cheering you on. And I hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today, all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please, could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague, and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram, or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.